0: Low down dirty shame. Gonna be a low down. Yeah. We gotta we got some music in the background. Some blues today. Low down dirty shame. Yeah. Okay, here we go. It is It is Sunday and it is warm and that is good. Uh I I needed this weather. I I feel like a different human being when there is warmth out and the sun is shining. So uh however there is this ominous wind in the air, which I've come to find out in Nashville could be uh, you know, th- threats of tornadoes. But uh we'll wait and see. It's supposed to thunderstorm tomorrow. Um, but in the meantime, uh, we got this beautiful weather out, and I, I'm going to go for a run here in a bit and enjoy it. Um, but I thought I'd stop in here and say, hey, um, see what's going on uh, in the old void with you guys. Um, th- this is the time of year where I move from seasonal depression to a, a new and a different Pathology, which is like this inexplainable desire for something more. Um, I've lived with, so it's like <laughs> it's like as soon as I develop uh, some sort of happiness and hope, uh, then I'm just frustrated because I don't know what it is I want. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just a, a perpetual state of uh, of of never um, getting to a place where I'm I feel emotionally um, content so it's like it's like we move from depression onto um, the feelings of oh man I would really like to do something um, or I really want something to happen but I don't know what that is uh, and a, a good example is like today on this podcast um, I want to talk about something um, I have this deep desire to talk to you about something that I care about and uh, I don't know I don't know what it is um, I can dig maybe you know maybe there's some sort of fear um, about pursuing what I actually want my my therapist in the past uh, has said Seth you fear success which I think is a really funny statement um, <laughs> like I used to open actually uh, certain sets with saying, um, uh, my therapist says I'm afraid of success and, uh, it's a, it's a really good way to open a set because if you bomb after that, uh, you know, it just validated your opening. So, um, but I, I get that. I, 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 you know, I've, I've thought about that a lot and I think a lot of people are afraid of success, um. I get into like cyclical thinking about my own success. Uh, and you know, I don't want to like justify my failure with fear of success, but that's, that's part of it. Um, it's like, if I can just keep my, if I can just blame my fear of success for my failures, then, uh, oh, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's more complicated than that, you know, cause I, I do think there's some validity to it. Um, There's definitely, like, this, like, fear of being unleashed I have in me. Um, I have, like, I'm a very pent-up human sometimes, um, and I have this, like, energy, and it's kind of related to what I'm talking about with this feeling once, like, I, I, I haven't done this yet Uh, I was suggested to do it by my therapist recently, is take an Enneagram test. And uh, she um, said that she believes that I'm probably a seven, which is um, an adventurer. Um, And if that's true, which I think it very well could be, it, it, it makes a lot of sense as to why I feel this way all the time. Like I feel most myself when I'm like, doing something I've never done before or going somewhere I've never done before or meeting new people or trying new things. Um, for me, that's uh, when I feel most fulfilled. So, like, it kind of makes sense, too, with, like, a lot of the choices I've made in life about, like, my pursuit of of art and things. Like, I think, you know, I used to love theater. And it's not that I don't love theater anymore, but I think what I liked about theater um, was the fact that I got to do and experience new things and new people um, on the stage, you know, and it was a way for me to get to experience different facets of life, but then I think as I got older, I just realized you can just like go out in the world and do that, and uh, so I think the seriousness of theater lost its uh, appeal to me. I mean, I still think theater is important. Um, I think, you know, it's the good work, Um, but not going to lie, this is kind of a a parenthetical here, but theater, I just can't handle, I can't handle anything that serious. Um, It's always been my problem, so, like, that's my problem with church, kind of, is, like, the over-seriousness of everything. It's just impossible to, like, impossible to... Ever, if if everything's heavy all of the time, how how can you just how can you do anything? You know, it's just so overbearingly serious. Theater is the same way. Theater's like, you know, there's nothing more masturbatory than uh, a play table read. Like if you sit down with eight other actors and a playwright and just sit there and just like really, really pick apart a script. It's just so, and like, you know, <laughs> and then you got the one theater professor or one grad student over there who's just got the best, the absolute best uh, interpretation of the script and they just go on and they, I, I just, it's too much. It's too m- I just want to make jokes, you know? <laughs> like, I just want to be like... <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, (laughs) I guess I needed to get off my chest that, uh, I want you to, um, next table read, sit down, um, with your professors, uh, or your director and just fart really loud. Yeah. (laughs) What was I even talking about? I guess this, uh, this existential want that is within me um hey but th- I enjoyed that theater rant you know like that's one of those things that I don't let out you know what I mean uh things that uh fear man like the truth is, is I, I I have like the same crap on my mind most of the time like the same seven thoughts um repeated over and over and over and over again, and it's it's uh, it's definitely anxiety disorder. Probably a little bit of OCD, um, my, but that's that's how my OCD shows up, right? It's not um, it's not like I have to turn the lights on and off, which is another thing entirely. But like like my OCD is I have to feel like I feel like I have to keep thinking about the same thoughts over and over again to like maintain the structure of the universe which is like so dumb like like okay like we've been talking about this ukraine stuff um and that's a perfect example it's like why am i looking at the news like there is literally nothing i can do to prevent uh nuclear war there's nothing i can do i'm it's, it's a completely futile uh, desire to sit there and worry about, you know, Um, 50 nuclear bombs flying over here from Russia and hitting the state capitals and I happen to be within five miles of one of those state capitals and what if it blows up and I'm within the blast radius or if I'm not killed instantly I'm close enough to the radiation where my skin starts scalding off which makes me think oh uh, wait so I live in a stone house right now so would I actually be better off because it reflects the heat of the blast or would I still just go up in flames, or does it become like an oven, you know, like, that's this kind of stuff that goes through my head on a daily basis, for no reason, Um, and there's no point, there's no point, you know, Um, I had a nice, a little bit of a reality check, or a nice, um, it was a nice, (coughs) excuse me, grounding thought, Uh, I was at work yesterday, and I was talking about this, you know, uh, existential dread I have, and, uh, I, um, an employee, uh, was like, you know what? They're not talking about anymore with this, all this Ukraine stuff. And, I, and we were like, what? I was like, they were like COVID. I was like, and that gave me pause. And, you know, there always has to be some sort of monster. Um, not that those things aren't real, but like, they definitely are. They definitely are like creating um a new beast for us to fear um with this ukraine stuff and i mean what's real and what's not and how i mean it, it is definitely happening but it's almost like you know the the covid stuff was coming to a close and so there had to be something else um for us to like focus on to distract us which is like You know, you hope the whole world isn't in on some sort of larger conspiracy theory to like, I don't know, do whatever it's doing that doesn't want us to know about or maintain some order through tragedy or catastrophe. But, I mean, fear definitely keeps people in check, that's for sure. So, and man, am I looking at the news. Ugh. I, I have these dreams of just getting rid of my phone entirely. I've also have dreams of just like getting a small, some sort of camper. Or if you seen this Tacozilla? This is pretty cool. This Tacozilla Toyota Tundra. It is like a modern version of the old camper vans, um, and it is sweet. And it is tempting to just buy and then go on the road and do comedy. Like I wish, I wish that I had enough money and stockpile to do something like that. Yeah. um, I, I, you know, I totally forget where we were at the beginning of this conversation. I went into that parenthetical and then I started talking about other things, Um, but that's okay. You know, I got to remember to take my time. Thank you. This blues musician for changing the pace of my thoughts because, uh, we all can use a little space and time in the moment. So let me, uh, let me give that to you for a second. I haven't been playing much music lately. Music is, uh, I've said this in the past. It's like, a a bit of a new toy for me. Um, I, uh, I, I play the harmonica and, uh, I write and it's one of those things that I, I, I have kept pure in some fashion. So I don't, I don't, uh, worry about it. I'm not trying to push it or, you know, use it in any means. I just like to do it. And, uh, I haven't done much in a while, so um, I was talking to my buddy Ian, who I wrote a song with last year uh, that's, I think the best one I've ever written, uh, we wrote it together um, it's pretty powerful, um it's called, uh, uh, There's No Denying It's a Beautiful Day, and it's just a really like like, slow uh, acoustic song, um, with me playing the harmonica and, uh I've had the itch uh, recently to to write something else and I, I'm not really sure what that is um, again it's this existential want this desire this tiger that I have in me uh, I I the tiger has always been my favorite animal and um, I uh, I really I relate to the tiger you know how like you know how you're like supposed to be a thing but then you know what thing you actually are and uh and i think i'm i'm a tiger <laughs> and what i mean by that is like like i i am i have this energy that's very like needs to be exploring needs to be on my own um, I come down from the the mountains and I can be around other things but but eventually I, I want to go retreat I don't know I tigers are loners you know but they're beautiful loners they're elegant loners um, and I I'm social I, I don't know maybe my this this is a not a good metaphor i just like tigers y'all i like tigers and uh i respect their way of life um oh (laughs) sorry it was a growl um i am looking forward to this continued warm weather for sure the things that uh the things that you talk about in chicago and la one is Chicago, it's weather, and in L.A., it's traffic. And I'm still figuring out what people talk about in Nashville. I, I think it's, like, where they go out to eat. They talk about music. But you always have something to talk about uh, in L.A. when it comes to the weather or traffic. Um, I watched um, Midnight Mass this week. Um, if you haven't seen it... Uh, I don't want to spoil things but it's very I, I, it's a mixed bag to me um the concept is really cool and it's almost like they almost sell it to me they almost sell the concept perfect but then i don't know there's like there's a few things there's there's a few major plot holes in the show um and also i think the direction horrible Uh, And some of the writing is just so, so overdone, so overwritten, and so modeling and too emotional is what modeling means if you didn't know that. Uh, I I didn't know that until I was much, until I was not a child. (laughs) I found that out uh, doing theater, actually. Um, That's when, I'm going to shout out to... A good buddy of mine, uh, good, maybe the best director I ever had uh, in terms of, like, getting me to see new things. Um, uh, Mace Archer, he taught me that word, modeling, because he told me my performance uh, in, the, like, the biggest show I did in college, Marriage of Bet and Boo, was modeling. And I was like, what does modeling mean? And he was like, it means overly emotional. Like false emotion. Um, emotion that seems false because it's too much. And I was like, oh. And then I think, and he also asked me, he also asked me during that production, he said, Seth, have you ever felt alone? <laughs> have you ever felt alone and that there was uh, no God and only you? And uh, I, I was, I think, nineteen or twenty at the time, and I looked at him and I was like, "No," and he was like, "Okay, well, you know, you will," <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, like it's it's strange. You, unless you felt that, you can't you can't know what that feels like, and um, that I think that moment was when I started like questioning uh, like the seriousness of theater and because I was so like I had my head in it so much. like I was so driven to be like this perfect actor and you know I, I you know this conversation today, I know is all over the place. Um, I guess I'm just like, I'm just trying to let myself be man and I'm trying to like say the things I'm afraid to say um i'm not trying to i just want to be authentic on here and it's it's like chasing i'm not sure what it's like chasing rabbits or something to get my thoughts to like as soon as i get close to one it just like shoots down a hole uh cuz it's I think that's actually a really good metaphor, because it's afraid. Like, the thoughts I have are uh, skittish, skittish little bunnies. Um, and if I ever catch one, I, I, feel like, I feel like they are. I caught that theater thought, you know? That theater thought, uh, I think, is kind of funny. Um, but it's like, man, like, like, i got to get a better... I'm a freaking tiger, right? I should be able to catch rabbits. Maybe, maybe I'm selling myself short. My my Chinese symbol is a dragon, so maybe I just need to. Maybe I'm trying to. Maybe I'm trying to be an animal. I'm not. You know. Maybe I'm trying to be a tiger, and maybe I should be a dragon. So, like, how does that work? You know, like, what? A, how do dragons do podcasts? It's a good question. How long have I been going here? I would say a significant amount of time. Um, so this dragon is gonna uh, go for a. F- I'm gonna go fly and uh, then return to my horde. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go find a tiger and eat it. That was my fire breathing I just wanted to prove I could do it alright everybody Uh, have a wonderful day and I hope you followed along with joy and ecstasy until next time